Network. Welcome back to another episode of VT Network. I'm your host, Deadman. With me, as always, uh, my brother of another color, DJ. Yo, what's going on? And my youngest brother, uh, Mr. Mustard himself. How's it going, everybody? So it's been a it's been a hectic week, I think, for all of us. Uh, but uh, we still managed to get some we still managed to get some content together. We're still going to talk about a whole lot of shit because honestly, we're very long winded and we're very opinionated, even though we have absolutely no fucking expertise. So <laughs> let's uh, beautifully put. Yeah. Uh, what about you guys? What have you guys been uh, playing this week? Um, I've been playing Bat the Batman games, um, like Arkham, Arkham City. I'm not going to talk about Arkham Knight. Um, yeah, and then some, you know, just some Siege here and there, and then uh, I think oh Apex. I've been playing a lot of Apex. Actually, been trying to get those dubs. What about you, uh, DJ? Oh, I've been playing Bioshock One and Two. Nice. All right. Got my hands on that collection thing, so you know, woo! In HD, oh, hell yeah, dude. And it, it actually looks gorgeous in HD, though. Yeah, I, so. I bought that shit when it came out, and then it like came out for Black Friday at a cheaper price, and I was really mad. Uh, I've been playing some Apex, and I've been on. Uh, um, yeah, that one. You know, <laughs> that uh. You haven't really been playing much this week, have you? Nah, it's been it's been a hectic week. I got some Call of Duty in, and uh, that's that's pretty much it. But let's uh, let's get the show started. Let's start with our first subject: a game near and dear to all our hearts. Alan Wake goes back to its original owners and publishers, and I can't wait to see what they do because uh, honestly, I miss this game. Yes. It's been so freaking long. I want the story to continue. You want more you need more with the wake of Alan. I want Alan to wake up beside me in bed. Nice. Uh Mustard Mustard tried to talk about this and he was like, Well, where can they where can they go with the with the story? And I was like, they kinda left it open ended. Uh, at the end, because I was looking up the ending, and I was like, they kind of left it open ending. Like they don't know if they really escaped the book or not. Uh, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't played this game; it's only nine years old. Uh, only. <laughs> so uh, they, I don't know. Like, what, what do, you, do you think? Like, I, my my pitch, my pitch was, uh, you know, they get home, everything's good, everything's beautiful, everything's fine, and then they it, it turns into like a Silent Hill thing. Like they never left. Like, they never left the book. This is just a new chapter. What's your guys' pitch? Actually, I kind of agree with that one. I mean, it's, you know, because Alan Wake, you know, it just screwed you a couple of times. And I think that's a really good way to, uh, you know, to really, uh, you know, you know, mind F the audience, or rather to say the gamers. the uh, Because, you know, you had, like, the aspect you know, of Mr. Sticks, which... According to them, and I don't know how the original owner is, but American Nightmare, the quote unquote, gets spin off, but not really. Yeah, it's kind of like just like this own little separate thing. 
you know, so you had Mr. Sticks, like, you know, uh, appearing in uh, Alan Wake in the, uh, the, the, the Ocean of Darkness. Right, right. Once yeah. again, spoiler alert. I mean, good Lord. Nine years, you know, people, come on. Really need to catch up with that, yeah. You know, seriously. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I, I agree with you, Dead Man. Like, I think that'd be a good way to uh, continue the franchise because uh, there's still unanswered questions. I didn't want to continue, dang it. I mean, we got Quantum Break, which was terrible. Look, I, I guess, yeah, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, look, it, look, if people out there like it, that's great, but it's a reason. There's a reason why it's forgotten. It was, <clears throat> it was so bad. Mustard, where do you stand in all this? Um, I'm excited, man. I, I loved Alan Wake. I played the shit out of that game. Um, it's an old, old game. <laughs> But it was uh, one of my favorites, and I feel like the whole the whole ending was yeah, it's 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 a very lazy but effective way to keep a story going. You know what I mean? They did the whole fucking yeah, in what's it? What was that game? Inception thing? Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like literally did the whole that does does it stop going or like I don't know, man. It's 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 a really lazy out, but it, like I said, it is effective. It got the job done because now we could just jump right back into it. So I'm excited. Yeah, Remedy, if you're listening to us, and they're not because they're finished, uh, nah, fuck <laughs> keep it going. <laughs> wow. Keep dang. it the fuck going because we want more. So um, let's talk about uh, let's talk about our next one, which is uh, developers call for uh, gamers to pirate their games rather than uh, pay for them. And this uh, is from G. This happened for once again. G two A developers are just these guys. Just are pieces of shit. And they've come up before in gaming history. Uh, they they're just they're just really shitty people, and uh, they they fuck over their 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 producers. They fuck over the people under their names because what they'll do is um, not only do they pay for sponsored ads, but the ads that they pay for. Uh, when you click them to buy the game, do not go to the developer. It goes, it goes directly to G2A. And the reason they do that is that they buy keys and they buy uh, monetary rights uh, to the games that they're developing and then sell those rights. And this is DJ's favorite thing of all fucking time. It's DRM rights. Digital rights media. Uh, which means that you don't own the game. You're just essentially renting it from them. So now, uh, all the developers under G2A have gone to Twitter and said, we're not going to see a fucking penny from what we sell, so fuck it. Go, go, go pirate them. Wow. Just wow. I mean, there's How literally bad? nothing they can do, like, like, legally, right? No. Yeah, they cover their bases. Wow, I mean, how bad, how bad do you have to be where the developer actually says, you know what, pirate the game instead of paying for it? Like, how bad? I mean, EA's bad, but I don't think I ever heard of anything like that from even them. EA, <laughs> the EA, the EA effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, EA. Hey, hey, you know, if the shoe fits, right? But like I said, I mean, EA, you know, EA are terrible, but I've never heard it be that bad. So go go ahead and uh, go ahead and read that highlight right there, uh, DJ. Uh, 
out loud, not to yourself. But <laughs> <laughs> you're real. You're the sexy voice. People are tired of hearing me talk. Come on, you, you got to get like, in on this too. I know, I know, I am honestly. Yeah, <laughs> you talk all the time. We make zero money on our games. If people buy through the ads, Rose tweeted before adding that it is impossible for users to turn the ads off. Huh. Interesting. Please, if you're going to buy a game from G2A, just pirate it instead. Genuinely. <laughs> oh I'm sorry. I can't get <laughs> All right. Mustard, pick it up while uh, DJ soils himself. <laughs> If you don't buy a game from G2, it just pirated and said, genuinely, don't, devs don't oh see God, a penny either so... way. We're so much, so we, so we're much <laughs> rather G2A didn't see money either. Mm. Rose later claimed that G2A arranged for several of their sponsored streamers to read out statements explaining why they're not evil. <laughs> <laughs> That's what got me. Like, I read up to that part, like, not evil. <laughs> wow. I mean, <laughs> evil. <laughs> I got that part. I'm sorry. I couldn't that was funny. Descenders developed Rage Squid also backed up Rose, encouraging players to torrent their game instead of buying a G2A. As in Lambeer's Ram. Okay, I'm not gonna. If Lambeer's you can't afford. Ram- yeah. If you can't afford or don't want to buy our games full price, please pirate them rather than buying them from a key reseller. True, dude. These sites cost us so much potential dev time in customer service, investigating fake key requests, figuring out credit card chargebacks, and more. Yeah. They're not evil, though, dude. What are you talking about? They're not evil. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? They're not evil. <laughs> I'll tell you. Just notice my paper halo above my horns. See? Evil! <laughs> I got to that part. I, I I could continue. That was that. That's hilarious. We're not evil, really. We're just. <laughs> well, welcome we're, to our we're, offices. We're, Step right in. Right. right we're just. <laughs> Ignore that. We, we're just evil adjacent. <laughs> Ignore that. <laughs> Call the plumber. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, that, that's, that's just funny to me. Like, you just, you, welcome to our offices. <laughs> Ignore that. That's just, that's just Tom being funny. Don't worry about it. Come on in. He does it every time. <laughs> oh my gosh, that, that was good. Oh, that was a good laugh. Oh, okay. Let's, let's keep it going. Let's keep We're it not going. not evil. Yeah, brother. Uh, developers, uh, no, that's that we did that. Pro streamer, uh, Brazilian pro streamer, female gets dropped after gets dropped by Razor after a sexist comment, and this is actually kind of uh, uh, this is kind of a controversial thing that's coming up, um, and I don't know where I don't know where I stand on this because. You know, like, I don't know where, I don't know exactly where to stand on this. Because, uh, you know, the right now the whole Me Too movement, client or climate and everything else, it's weird, especially if you're a feminist. And uh, for those of you that are about to switch off this fucking podcast because I said the word feminist, 
A feminist is just somebody who believes that men and women are equal. That's it. Anything past that is just fucking... It's different, okay? And me and DJ are definitely feminists. We believe men and women are equal. Um, Mustard is a misogynistic piece of shit, though. So What? What are you talking about? What? Dang, dude! So, gaming peripherals giant... Major fucking accusations, <laughs> my man. I will. <laughs> wow. Uh, let's see. Uh, gaming Put ketchup g- on that mustard. <laughs> no. Okay, everybody listening, he's actually fucking kidding. Yeah, I am, I am. He's not. He's not. I'm just giving him shit. Uh, but Razor Brazil has severed all ties with Philip, with female Brazilian streamer Gabriela Gabi Cuzzo. Uh, due to the prejudice comment against men after a tweet in which she defended herself against sexist online harassers with the phrase, uh, this is why men are trash. Men are trash. Uh, it all started when uh, she posted a picture of herself riding a mechanical bull on Twitter. A user then replied with, oh, you can ride me at ease or as you want. It's weird because it's uh, it's in their native language, uh, which prompted her to reply, uh, you're always going to have a fucking male talk to and sexualize a woman, even when the woman is making a joke, right? This is why men are trash. So uh, after after she posted that, uh, another critic, another user criticized her comment being too generalized. She responded with a statement, another reply, which further riled up her male people. When you say that sort of thing, the guys come on and say, "Not every man, the man who men who are not shit are the exception, not the majority." I'm, I guess I guess you gotta speak Portuguese because there's there's some translation issues happening here. Uh, these posts and replies, uh, which have since been deleted, are captured below. And after that, she's been she's been receiving death threats. She's been receiving harassment. Razor up and dropped her. Um. So um. I don't know. What do you? What do you guys? Uh, like I don't know. Like it's it's weird. I think if you're well followed, you and you say something controversial, like whether it being correct or a little weird. I mean, you, either way, you're gonna get flack for it. You know. Well, I mean, well, I guess I guess the idea is who's in, who's in the wrong here? Is she in the wrong for saying this, or is Razor in the wrong for uh, dropping her? Uh- Okay, but by technicality here, and I'm basing this off literally technicality. She she can say whatever the fuck she wants, you know what I mean. And Razor, as a sponsor, can legally protect themselves by not affiliating themselves with controversial topics. So, you know, they're kind of pulling a YouTube, you know what I mean? Like demonetized, you know, you know what I mean? That's exactly what's <laughs> happening here. Like they don't want to be associated with such behavior, and saying those things is kind of risky. So I see Razor's side, but her as an individual. Um, she can say whatever the fuck she wants, but like I said, being well followed and saying something that's controversial is going to have backlash, and you're going to have to deal with the repercussions as a professional. So I don't know. It's a fair situation. It's all fair. Pretty much. Oh, thanks for the add-in, DJ. <laughs> well, I must have pretty much said it. Like technically, he's right, and personally, he's right. You know, if you have a following, if you have eyes on you, like, get ready. And Razor is legally right to protect themselves. After all, they're a company. You have to look at their own interests first. You know, it's it's literally one of those things where everyone's in the right, but 
you know, it's just one of those things. Like, somehow yeah, every, got work, work I guess, yeah, like everybody's right, but nobody, nobody wins. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That, that's basically yeah. what it is. Everyone's right. Nobody wins. It's literally one of those. Just find some way to deal with it, and let's just try to move on. That's honestly all you can do right now. Uh, Raiders is a pretty big sponsor, though. They, they are. They are. Well, they're they're trying to cover their their asses by saying that oh, she was never a direct ambassador of the brand. She was part of a team of influencers hired to pr- to promote their products. And I'm calling bullshit on that. Uh, and this is not a sexist thing, but female streamers, when they're picked up by companies, they get pushed really hard. <laughs> It's a literal meme, dude. It's a literal fucking meme. You don't it have is. to. Yeah, you don't have to like yeah. fucking do anything about it. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I guess, I guess that's where we stand on it. Is that they're both right. Nobody wins, and um, I don't know. Like uh, for for you know, like it's <sighs> gaming is a toxic community, except when it's not, and when it's not, it are few and far in between. We do have really wholesome communities. Uh, we do have the entire Switch community or the Nintendo community that's actually really wholesome. Um, uh, Fallout has been uh, getting more and more wholesome lately just to, I guess, spite the image that Fallout players have. And uh, But but you got things like competitive... You got things like competitive sports and anything or competitive games where it's a really toxic environment. And uh, these... And it, it doesn't even matter. Like, if you're if you have any kind of social online or social or online presence, there, huh? You have any names you want to drop there? Uh, no, like, like honestly, like okay, like me, DJ, and Mustard have been playing have been playing video games longer than we care to admit. The first toxic community we ever came upon as a group, and I think we can all agree, was Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah, Call of Duty Four. Like right, Call of Duty Four, Modern Warfare. Yeah, we got yeah. called. We got called every name under the sun. We got accused of cheating. Uh, DJ had his uh, account banned one time for being accused of cheating. Uh, Mustard's been banned because he's been accused of cheating. I got banned because I got accused of cheating. Uh, but you know, if if you have any kind of online or any social media presence, you're gonna get harassed one way or another. Especially if you're if you're being pushed by companies, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like Ninja keeps getting himself into shit. You know, he keeps getting himself into fucking trouble. Like what what he was a he said he wouldn't uh, stream with any female streamers because of the whole Me Too movement. He didn't want to get Me Tooed, and he got a lot of flack for that and. I don't know. Like, what do you, what do you, do you guys do? You guys think he's right, or do you think he's just an idiot? Hmm. I uh, think um, it's kind of similar to the other one. It's like it's his right, but no one's gonna win. I mean, I can understand not wanting to be part of a trend, if, especially if you're trying to set them, set set them, or at least trying to be your own thing. But like, like I said, dude, it's there's so many eggshells these days, you know. Just, yeah, there are a lot of eggshells. Yeah, I mean that that's the problem, really. Like, there's so many eggshells, and you step like, like on the slightest one, bam, you know. What about you, mustard? I'm gonna start learning how to fly. About the whole ninja thing? Yeah. I think he's just playing it safe, man. I think 
uh, can't blame him because he's also got like he's also got like a wife and stuff that's very involved in his business apparently. Oh, you you think uh, you don't think you, you think he doesn't want to end up like uh, uh, the doctor? Uh, oh, definitely not. Nobody wants to end up like the doctor, bro. What, what's his What's his full name? Uh, doctor Disrespect. Yeah. Nobody wants to end up like that Nobody guy because his, wants to like his that. wife was also very involved in his business and the whole fiasco happened. She yeah. fucking cut him in half. Well, she threatened to cut him in half. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll come back for that for next week. Uh, I know everybody just, uh, we're not going to leave you blue balls. Don't worry. We'll, we'll cover it next week. We're going to move on though with this, uh, and just talk about Fortnite and Stranger Things crossover. Truth be told, I couldn't give less of a fuck. What about you guys? Yeah, same, honestly. No, it's it's just it's Fortnite, dude. <laughs> they have literally become the McDonald's of video games. I don't even want to say McDonald's, dude. I want to say they're like, they're like White Castle. Well, White Castle can't afford as much branding as McDonald's can, dude. <laughs> True. That's true. I mean, if you think of like the number one fast food place, most people, most people at the top of their head are going to say McDonald's. Yeah. And you think, oh, what's the hottest game right now that all the kids are playing? Fortnite? Yeah, definitely. Alright. Um, you know I mean? It's literally the McDonald's of video games right yeah, now. Yeah, fuck Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> Honestly, it's like it was an it was a novel thing in the beginning, and it kind of and it and it it's it's reached its peak. We we agreed in it on a show or two ago that it's reached its peak. It's over. So now I, I just think they're trying to uh uh I think they're just trying to stay relevant at this point, and it's just not working. Like it's it served its purpose. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, it's got to be. Well, it happened. Well, they have to milk it as much as they can now. To the forefront of the Epic Game Store, at least on PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck them. Anyways, all right, moving on. Moving on. Uh, what <laughs> else do we got here? We got uh, Apex Legends Season Two has met with honestly a huge, huge welcoming. It's it's doing really well right now. Uh, you wanna you wanna uh, you wanna go over that mustard? I'm looking for the thing here. The Apex what? What? What do we do? Apex, Apex. Legends Season 2. Thanks for showing up. Dude, it's because my internet's having AIDS right now. I'm sorry. Um. Okay, well, I... Well, the thing I liked about Apex is that they, they did what every good developer should do. That's actually say we're sorry for our bullshit, you know? And uh, they gave you a thousand... Apex coins or credits or whatever they're called. Yeah. And so I use that to pay for the season pass. And I'm going to say that I'm, I'm not regretting it this time because there's actually some legendary skins in there. There's there's more Apex packs. There's more Apex coins. And there's even more like building materials so you can build yourself some legendary weapon skins or whatever you want. And uh, I feel like they really expanded on the shortcomings of their last season. Um, the new, the new legend Watson, eh, she's alright, like, she's honestly not that, she's not that lit, honestly, she's, she's okay, um, there's a lot of streamers and professional players that say that she doesn't really have that much utility, but she looks cool, and she's kind of fast, so that's cool, and, um, yeah, I just feel like season two is a lot better, uh, it's a lot more, 
shit, it gave me an incentive to play after the fact that I had already uninstalled the entire game. You know what I mean? That should say something. Yeah. Uh, it says here, Electronic Arts released Season 2 of Apex on Tuesday. Uh, the new season hasn't gotten more than 50,000 daily viewers on Twitch, according to the Twitch tracker. Uh, the game had more than 100,000 viewers in, in a day as recently as March, and EA fell more than 5% after initial viewership numbers were down. Uh, I mean... Huh. So they have 45,000 viewers after, after the day after. But again, this is this is hard. This is hard to take seriously because honestly, like Twitch Tracker and all these other places, they they go by region. So we don't know if those are worldwide numbers. We don't know if those are local numbers. Thing so, is, though, like not every not every fucking gamer that plays Battle Royale watches Twitch. Like this is stupid to gauge. Like this is Twitch viewers is a really dumb way to gauge popularity of a game. You actually have to do it by players, by daily players. You know what I mean? That's how you're supposed to do it. Like if EA had a drop in five percent of fucking Twitch viewers, but had a increase of like you know of a million players overnight with the season, like that's that's a big difference. You know what I mean? And, and at that point, the Twitch view shit shouldn't even matter anymore. Yeah, because you also I mean, have I don't know. what uh, Mixer. You got YouTube streaming. You got Twitch. You yeah, got, there's 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 uh, several ones coming up. Like Streamlabs is also not exactly counted by the Twitch streamers or by the Twitch tracker. So yeah, but you know what I'm saying though. Like that's a oh, really yeah, dumb no. way to gauge a fucking game's popularity. Is like how much it's watched on Twitch. Like, who gives a fuck? I don't know. Uh, what do you what, what do you think, DJ? Do you think that's a fair metric, or do you think that they should actually pull numbers from being played? Well, I mean, if we're going for the whole t uh, Twitch views, the thing is, is that it really depends on uh, where it's life cycle. At least in my opinion, what life cycle the game is. Like, if the game is just starting out, trying to get an audience, then I guess Twitch views does matter because you know more people probably be curious for the game and actually see the game in action and see they want to. You know, say they want to, you know, get it for themselves, you know, so they can play it. So if that, so it's like, pretty much, I guess, like one big commercial, one big advertising, I guess you could say, through, you know, streamers. But after a while, it is like what Mustard says. Like after a while, especially if the game's successful, then Twitch views are pretty much irrelevant. It's like, what does it matter if it's like watch this much if people are just playing it themselves and not bothering watching the people play the game, especially when the game's free like this, you know. Yeah, yes. exactly. Especially when it's free. So yeah, yeah. So that's my whole take on it. Like in the beginning, perhaps it does matter since you're trying to. It's like marketing, but after a while, it's like no. And like the only reason people watch Twitch streamers nowadays in battle royales is to actually get better. You know what I mean? Like it's like you learn from them, but you can just do that on YouTube. I think a lot more people watch clips on YouTube than they actually watch streams. Uh, yeah, YouTube still owns the uh, the market on all that. So, yeah, I, I can easily say that, yeah. Um, but, but anyways, Season 2 as a whole, I dig it. I like what they're doing with the map. The dinosaurs are there, but they're still useless. And um, <laughs> they are. They really are. And I feel like the game is a little bit more immersive now. But let's see what happens. Let's see if I can get through this fucking battle pass. That's, that's, that's the question here. That is the question. All right. Um... Uh... DJ doesn't get a say in this because he doesn't play it. So let's move on. Yeah, uh, true. 
wanted to talk about <laughs> mustard wanted to talk about batman games uh, so i think this is our fourth or fifth no i think it's our fourth consecutive <laughs> podcast talking about the bats so take it away mustard this is all your segment did we we talked about it last last time yeah Remember, oh, yeah, uh, Robert Pattinson right. dropped out because we all had uh, premature ebatulation. Uh, premature ebatulated. Ah! <laughs> yeah! <All right. laughs> yeah, <I'm bitching. laughs> Fucking shit. Okay. okay. Um, I finally got to make the joke. Because <laughs> you forgot last time. I you forgot know. last time. <laughs> um... <laughs> Fucking, what do you okay? What do you guys think of the storyline of the Batman games pertaining to Arkham? What do you guys think? You think? Uh, no, go ahead. What do you guys think? DJ, take it away. Okay then. Uh, as far as the Arkham games goes, honestly, I'm only really into the first two: Arkham, uh, Arkham Asylum, and Arkham City. But even then, like, uh, I was telling uh, Deadman quite a while ago, like, I was just satisfied with Arkham uh, Asylum. Like, it was like the definitive Batman experience. Like, I really didn't need any more, but I did really enjoy Arkham City. Uh, Arkham Origins, I think, was unnecessary. And the guy who played the Joker in that one, I mean, spoiler alert, whatever. But uh, I he did his best. He was a, a decent Joker, but you can't replace Mark Hamill. You know, it's just, not it, at it, all. You know, it, it's probably would have been better for them to just not even bother. I mean, in Arkham Origins, I mean, you, when you think of Arkham Bundam, you usually see Asylum, City, and uh, Night, but you don't see Origins because nobody wants <laughs> like, to play Origins. Yeah, yeah, or I mean Knight. Origins. Yeah, right? I mean, Origins is literally just there. So, like, it was the Batman game, as far as the Arkham goes, is unnecessary. Like, I think it's, like, the second most unnecessary one. I mean, I think the Telltale series was the first. Yeah. And uh, as far as Night goes, honestly, like, I could enjoy it a lot better if I wasn't forced to be in that stupid Batmobile for, like, 60 to 70% of the damn game. <laughs> I mean, they I really wanted it. to incorporate that aspect of the game, okay? How dare you, they- <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Like, I, I don't mind being the Batmobile, but like, like all that freaking really? Why am I not gliding around the, uh, you know, the city more or being the Batwing? Like, some more variety? No, honestly, not only that, not only that, but like uh, the mechanics of that said of said Batmobile were so bad on PC that they actually refunded the entire game to everybody that bought it through Steam yeah, by they November. Bought, they pulled it, yeah. Yeah, so, like, that Batmobile that we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, it is no fucking joke. The biggest, like, failure of gaming mechanisms I've seen since Sonic. Okay? That's that's saying a lot. Wow. <laughs> Dang, you know. Since Sonic 360, huh? No, dude, I'm talking about Sonic 64 or, like, Sonic GameCube, you know what I mean? Like, on the GameCube. Like, it's bad. No, the first terrible Sonic game was Sonic 360. Sonic 06. GameCube was functional. Yeah, Sonic 06. Yeah, GameCube wasn't great, but it was functional, but 06 was just terrible. I just fuck Sonic. Fuck fuck Arkham Knight. Fuck that Batmobile. I mean, like, there's a... I I have issues with the games. I really do. 
like for one, why the fuck did you kill the Joker? Like that made zero goddamn sense. Like like literally your main reason for even being in Arkham in any way is the Joker. Like and like and, and that's pretty much what the game sets up. It's like 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 you you see Croc, you see Penguin, you see uh, Scarecrow, you see all these villains, but like the only reason you're there is because of the Joker. And in the second fucking game, you kill him off. Like, like it's what kind of idiot you see is that? Like, it, it was just it was a bad, bad, bad decision. And while the gameplay itself is satisfying in some parts, it does kind of get uh, monotonous. And the idea that you could be taken up by a simple thug, you know what I mean? Just because you fucked up a click of the button and some guy sneaks up on you because you didn't react in time and hits you with something and, oh no, Batman died. You know, like, I, I kind of find that hard to believe as well. I mean, shit, in, in, even in a, a Justice League, you know, like, that guy snuck up on Batman and shot him twice in the fucking head, and Batfleck literally, literally murdered the dude to shit. Batfleck? <laughs> what? What? It, it's oh, been Batfleck, yeah. Batfleck. Yeah, that's okay, to, okay, I'm not even gonna fucking ask. I'm not even gonna ask. Just keep... keep continue so you know uh, that that whole idea that whole concept on it annoyed the shit out of me uh you know it's it's batman it's batman never loses um except for bane well you know he didn't lose he was the the whole fight was put on hold while batman healed his back oh yeah oh yeah yeah oh, yeah. yeah let's just you know let's just, <laughs> i'll give you a rain check on that <laughs> right back. Wait, hold on babe <laughs> We'll do this later. <laughs> All right, you got me good. Come back in a little while. <laughs> Come back in like five, ten years. I'll be, I'll be better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Batman never loses, bro. Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know. Like, like uh, I, I played nine. I didn't like it. I played. Uh, I think I tried to play Origins, but I was having such a terrible fucking time, I just turned it off. Really? It was that bad for you? Well, I mean, everything was recycled. The only thing that was new was the idea that, oh, you're going to meet the new, younger Joker for some reason. It's like, we killed him off, but we're going to bring him back. In Origins, like, this, this is the beginning, I guess. Like I said, I mean, it was it was unnecessary. It, it, it's literally just there, you know, literally. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought it was stupid as shit. Um, okay. Well, keep it going, man. This is your segment. <sighs> well, y'all, y'all just shit on my dreams. <laughs> Why am I even gonna talk about it? Like, I'm gonna say that I like the fucking games, and uh, I think. <laughs> The mechanics are a bit wonky. We're not gonna. We don't even acknowledge that Origins or Night exists on this podcast. Uh, that those are games that do not exist, in my uh, opinion. And we only focus on the verse two. So, I think uh, my favorite has to be obviously it's Arkham City because it has it's just a lot more to do and a lot a lot more explorative for the person. You're not literally trapped in the same five fucking buildings the entire game. And I feel like, well, I will talk about Arkham Origins. Arkham Origins was unnecessary as shit. 
it's literally if you look up unnecessary in the dictionary, you're gonna see uh, my brother, and you're gonna see Arkham Origins right next to right there next to him, and then um, Arkham Arkham Knight. It was that was a shit show, man. Arkham Knight was literally one of the worst games I have ever played in my life. The dialogue in that game is so funny. If you ever go back and like watch clips of that game, it's it's so fucking hilarious how the thugs talk to each other, but. The mechanics in that game for console were pretty good, right? But uh, they, 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 they updated the mechanics to oh look, it's no longer one button push for literally everything. Now you can have several contexts for fucking real, yeah. Now you can beat the shit out of mentally ill people in a lot of different ways. <laughs> <clears throat> but damn, man. <laughs> Um, as much as we love the bats, like let's not lie. That's what it's exactly what he does. It's what he does, dude. You know, you could just give him a pill to you know help ease their pain. Nope. Oh, here's a giant fucking fist. <laughs> a giant um, heavily armored fist. Okay. You know, I beat them, saying. Yeah, a giant heavily armored fist from a six foot two uh, guy in. Uh, armor <laughs> yep so the arkham knight story was pretty interesting just because of the, the jason todd thing you know like but it's super predictable and it's it's not very immersive it's not very like you don't have an incentive while you're playing it so i don't know man i like the batman games as a whole first two of the best ones well i'll i'll, I'll give arkham knight this you know besides i mean i did like the arkham knight's outfit especially the uh the mask you know the helmet i love that but one thing I did like about the Arkham Knight was that it gave Scarecrow a real chance to shine, a real chance to flourish. With his uh, with his fear toxins, you could do you know this is a character that can really do a lot. Uh, yeah. Let the record show that uh, DJ is in fact a Scarecrow fanboy. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't I couldn't tell at all. Okay then. <laughs> All right, so let's dead that and move on to our next subject here. So uh, this, I don't know, this this is uh, between video games or not because we're gonna take on Screw Attack, and Screw Attack was at one point in time the most popular gaming website and YouTube channel uh, on the internet. They had they had a, a monster cast. They had some of the funniest videos. They had really good concepts. No breaks. Uh, for those of you that are old enough to remember that. Uh, but they did start a series called uh, Death Battle. Well, it's, it's, it's like my favorite series right now uh, on the internet. And, uh, you know, they do things like uh, Superman versus Goku. And, spoiler alert, Soups <clears throat> wins. That's such bullshit. Okay. Soups wins. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, let's bring up a couple of battles because we have one in particular, but we're we're gonna look at a couple of them uh, for for uh, lengths. Like we got Johnny Cage versus Captain Falcon. I, f I thought that was a fair fight. Uh, Sephiroth versus Virgil, another fair fight. Batman Beyond versus Spider Man twenty ninety nine was decent. Uh, Thanos versus uh, uh, Dark Side. Which I don't know about that one. That one was that one stuck in that one was stuck in my teeth for a little while. 
uh, Ultron versus Sigma, Doctor Strange versus Doctor Fate, Ben 10 versus Green Lantern, uh, Weiss versus Mitsuru, uh, Thor versus Wonder Woman. You know what I mean? They, they they got cool stuff happening here. Wolverine versus Raiden was another one that just stuck in my teeth. I didn't like it. Uh, <clears throat> but this is like along the lines, for those of you who aren't familiar, this is along the lines of Celebrity Deathmatch. Uh, they take two popular characters, they quantify everything that they do, and they put them in a they put them in a battle and see like who can win. But the one we're gonna be talking specifically about, and uh, DJ is gonna take this away in a second, is RoboCop versus Terminator. So DJ, lead the discussion, sir. Okay, yeah, I mean everyone knows the concept. I mean they, you know, this was pretty much a uh, a whole uh, RoboCop versus Terminator was always like a whole franchise. It was like video games. There was comics. Uh, it was always like, you know, that whole aspect of who would win, you know, RoboCop versus Terminator. And the thing is, is that what got me about Screw Attack, especially their reasoning, I mean, it's, it's, especially like a lot of people, like, think what think RoboCop win. Look, people, like, who you want to win and who would actually would win are not always the same thing. RoboCop is pretty much, you know, a walking tank. And so is the Terminator. But the thing is, is that Terminator is less so. The thing is, I notice a lot when it came to screw attack, is like, when it comes to weaponry, the thing is, is that RoboCop does have some good weapons, but there is one, there's one thing that people have to understand when it comes to RoboCop versus Terminator, at least when it comes to the weapon aspects. One. Robocop does have some good weapons, but the problem is, is that they have to be specifically tailor-made to him. He ha- they have to be designed specifically for him. The Terminator can literally use everything. If it exists, he's proficient at it. There are weapons, especially in the modern military today, that would melt RoboCop. Now let's also and the ter- hold on. Hold on pause on that. Let's not forget that RoboCop's main firearm is literally a nine millimeter Beretta on three burst. That's mm-hmm. his main weapon. That's the gun that they that they showcase throughout the game, throughout the movies. It's just a Beretta. It's just a Beretta. It's a nine millimeter. There's nothing need, special. Brother? Like what else do you need? You know who else had a Beretta? Fucking R. Kelly dude. <laughs> Wow. Okay, I'll not go with there, but uh, DJ, keep it, keep going, man. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll keep it on subject here. But as I said before, and that's the thing, like there, there are weapons out there that would melt RoboCop, and the Terminator is efficient with every single one of them. RoboCop has a a jetpack, dude. The Terminator can literally fly a B two bomber. There's literally nothing that the Terminator cannot wield hand to hand. I'm freaking sorry, but. Go back and watch the the movies. Heck, you can just go with RoboCop one and Terminator one. Look how their movement. RoboCop still has that clunky robot, you know, that robot movement. And the Terminator is a lot more, uh, you know, is a lot more fluent. Like I said, he's not as of a tank, but you know, he's he, still he moves tankish. like a human. Like, he might right? okay. RoboCop might be clunky, but he could still outrun all three of our fat asses. Okay, I'm just just being honest here. Like well, both of them probably could. Well, we're not Terminators. Or RoboCops. <laughs> you know? Uh, Maybe one day. You know? So, like... Uh, like I said, I mean, what do you guys think? I mean... 
I mean, I, I, I was watching this video and I'm like, no, because the Terminator, that's the whole thing about the Terminator. He's adaptive. That's their main strength. And the thing is, is that people for you to forget, RoboCop got taken down by a little kid. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like, and he was down, like down, down. I mean, the okay, Terminator? Well- he also if got killed by Red Foreman. Of him. Like, if there's even a piece of him that's still functional, it's coming after your ass. Well, I mean, let's let, let, okay. Let's take a look at the two strongest opponents that either one of them had. Robocop being at 209. Uh, I, I think we can skip Kane. Because Kane was kind of uh, built to fail anyways. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's look at Ed 209. Ed 209 is a literal goddamn walking tank. Uh, Robocop was not over, able to overpower him. He was not able to uh, beat him out by firepower. He literally beat him with a fucking set of stairs and a giant uh, 50 caliber antimatter gun. Um, versus the Terminator, whose strongest opponent, arguably, is the T-1000. The T-1000 is almost impervious to harm and you know robo and, and this this older model this t800 model was still keeping him at bay uh physically and with other firearms and other tactics and things that they used keeping him at bay meanwhile robocop was being slapped around by a a, a tank whose voice was literally uh digitized pigs so I mean, well, no, it was, it was, it was digitized pigs. Go back and listen. Uh, oh when, yeah, no, no, I know. It's just, just funny to hear it, hear it to hear it out loud. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and it's funny because like y- you do have somebody. Uh, well, you know, for you guys, this is a plus for you guys because you have somebody who does know firearms built into the show, and that's me. And uh, when it comes to the idea of firepower being able to take one or the other down, those fifty caliber guns uh, took down. Robocop fairly fucking efficiently like he could not get hit by those things because it was it was just game over at that point however the fucking Terminator literally gets blown up in a gasoline truck with a pipe bomb he gets hit with uh, 40 millimeter grenades he gets hit with Gatling guns 762 fire big fucking weapons and this guy is still just walking through a line of cops armed to the teeth Robocop, he can't take that much firepower. He can't. He just fucking can't. And like I said, uh, when we're taking a look at the biggest guns they possess, Robocop only has a 9mm. It's only a 9mm. Like, we've seen what 9mm do to the T-800. The answer? He's got his Glock 40, his fucking problem solver. Like it doesn't do much. It doesn't do much to a fucking Terminator. He's like he takes he takes nine millimeters. Like we're we're shooting him with softball pellets. You know what I mean? Or airsoft pellets. It's about the other literally shooting with like tennis ball gun. You know, <laughs> it's like put that image in your head, like a Terminator getting shot with tennis ball gun. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> Stop it. Get away. <laughs> Get away. Just coming at you. Switch to softball. Switch to softball. That's better. <laughs> there is no defense against me. Seriously, stop that. 
<laughs> I'm a Terminator. I, I I don't even know what annoyed is, but I'm getting it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can just picture. I can just picture mustard behind one of those things with a big basket of balls next to. <laughs> like that's his hill to die on. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you such a bruise. <laughs> that that say was funny. Was like, get that, get that image in your head real quick. She's a weed. Yeah, that's that's fucking hilarious. It is. Oh, it's, the, it's the, it's the battle of Ah, get away! <laughs> oh, get away! <laughs> I fucking can't. <laughs> Oh shit! I think we broke him, dude. I think you I, did. I'm gonna mute myself, mustard. Pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead, dude. Anyway, oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> oh shit. You know, but yeah, I, you know, but yeah, but but basically, uh, basically, like I'm freaking point, sorry. Okay, let's, let's wrap this up, dude. Like the Terminator, okay. which is well, yeah, I, yeah, like the Terminator, like even hand to hand, like even hand to hand, like shoot boxing. No, I'm sorry, yeah. like, Robocop's just too slow. Like, like I said, people who want to win is one thing, but who could, who would actually would win is a different thing. And I'm sorry, I, I, screw attack. I'm sorry, I feel like I'm wrong on this. What do you think about Muster? Oh, man, honestly, I, I completely agree, man. I think Robocop is too slow and outdated. He's too uh, proprietary, as you, as you were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, yeah, he would, he would just get fucking owned. In, a, in anything. <sighs> okay, I'm back. Okay. Anything having to do with the fight with the, with the Terminator. You good, brother? I'm, I'm good. Now, let's also not forget that Robocop was obsolete. And uh, him and Terminator came out essentially around the same time. So even the concept of the T-800 was more advanced than all of Robocop's tech. Indeed. Like, uh, it's just like one last aspect I've heard people touch upon. Like, like when they did the Robocop versus Terminator comic... The way they had it was that RoboCop, you know, the cross it over, like RoboCop was actually like the prototype model for the Terminator series. Yeah, it was a model model three, wasn't it? Or something like that. Yeah, but, but it was pretty much saying that, you know, you are the prototype. It's basically saying that once we get to Arnie or whatever T-800 series, you know, you are obsolete. <laughs> but, you know, but, but we need you in order to be the model for us. Yeah. You know, but like I said, but I think uh, I think Screwtech got it wrong. I think they should revisit this. Uh, Screwtech, if you're listening, they're not. They're not right. <laughs> uh, do it again. Yeah, you got it wrong. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Uh, okay, okay, okay. I'm not gonna do it. So, okay, so there was a movie that came out uh, called Yesterday. And Mustard, go ahead and, and lay the premise before us, and we'll talk about it. Can I get a star thrown at me for this one, please? Okay, can hold I, on a sec. Oh, catch oh, that. Oh, he's powering up. Let's, in my let's mouth. Let's do it. Let's do it. Where is it? Hold on. I need Looking it. For it. Looking for it. Oh, oh, oh. Where is it? Where is it? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm all the way up! All right. Listen to me. I'm, I'm just actually just kidding. It's not that intense. <laughs> like about movies nowadays is like, like well actually it's it's not even nowadays like think okay 
for everybody listening, I am a musician. I am. I used to be a professional musician, and you I, are an I, international recording artist. I guess, for all intents and purposes, technically, yes, I am an international recording artist. It's <laughs> just so fucking weird to say, dude. But no, I, I have made music. It's been listened to around the world. I have played in other cities. I've, I've, I've been through the gigs, girl. And this is what I'm trying to say. And um, this movie yesterday is, is basically about if the Beatles never existed and uh, their music being brought to life in a, in a generation like ours today. And it goes through this whole journey of this guy getting picked up, and but and and ah, this and the thing. Okay, it's because I'm I'm getting ahead of myself because I don't know what to explain about first. Oh, this guy gets a free recording studio just out of nowhere. The, the, this guy's just like, oh yeah, well I'm a student. I do this, this, and that for like a church group. Like I have a studio that you can use for free. Like go ahead and like that shit does not happen in real life. Okay. Studio time in any city costs money, and it costs connections, and it, it takes time. And and meanwhile, they do this recording scene. They have this whole, you know, montage where they're recording all the songs in one fucking day, and they look all happy and they look all cheery and excited. And no, they're singing dude, in the booth. Remember we were talking about that. It's not like that. Yeah, it's not like that at all. They're singing. They're singing while they're playing the instruments. Like that's not how it's done at all either. Like, well, I mean, maybe in some studios it is done like that. But I'm telling you right now, live recording is not. The, it's not the method in most cases anymore. No. Now, uh, what's funny is actually, on a DJ actually attended a, a recording session with me when we went to a friend's house. And got to see a little behind-the-scenes peek at what it takes to record some music. And, uh, yeah, no, if you're singing in the booth while we're trying to record, and DJ DJ can actually attest to this. If you're singing in the booth while we're trying to record, I'm going to kick you the fuck out. And I'm going to give a fuck what you are to this band. You could be their wives. You could be their wives of 30 years. If you're in the booth and I'm trying to record this artist and you're singing in my fucking ear, I'm going to kick you the fuck out. Yeah. It's for clarification with me, I was singing um, <clears throat> I mean, I guess it, it wasn't that hostile when that one was doing it. No, it, it wasn't me that was saying this one. No, no, no. Like when I was trying to re- when we were when uh, we went to our friend's house and he was yeah. trying to he was trying to do the master and the artist was next to him singing the entire time. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. So yeah, if, if you're singing in the booth, you're gonna get kicked the fuck out. Anyways. So, <laughs> I, I think I think mustard went on a tangent there, but keep keep it going, keep it going. Yeah. So, recording music in an, in a studio all day is not fun. Um, it's no, it's, not. it's not it's not exciting. You're fucking hungry. It's early in the morning. You're probably hungover because I I was, and um. Yeah, dude, it's, they were all having a great time recording the whole fucking day, but, like, dude, no, like, it's not real, brother. And then, by some fucking flagship chance, they, this guy gets picked up by a major label, and uh, instantly they have him on Spotify ready to go, and instantly he's got a million hits and, like, 60 million this, this, and that, and, like, and, and I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, like, did this guy even work? like at all like 
I get, I get that the Beatles songs are great, but let me tell you, in, in today's society, this this movie is a little bit off because I feel like music is so mass produced now. Everybody sounds the fucking same. There's nothing special about any artist anymore. See, music in the '60s, good bands were very hard to come by because you either had to come across it on the radio or in a record shop by luck, you know, and. Or see them open for the New York Dolls, and then by the end of the tour, they've taken over. That's a Kiss reference, by the way. Yes, I know, dude. But no, like, and I just feel like the Beatles' music would not be as appreciated as it is today. I mean, if it came out today, it wouldn't be as appreciated. And uh, the the movie was very far fetched. Now, taking all this out of this, taking uh, taking all of my bitching out of the movie. <laughs> literally because that's all it is it's just me bitching but it's a good movie cinematically like it's uh it's got a lot of comedy to it it's got a lot of endearing moments it's got sadness it's got a yeah it's got fucking a cheering he's actually pretty funny in it too and um it's got highs and lows go watch it it's pretty fun pretty good pretty good shit yeah the we ed sharing the weed the we ed sharing thing is uh (laughs) is an ice cream social thing from uh, Matt Manning Lee's Ice Cream Social. They did this whole fucking bit on Ed Sheeran, and I was laughing the entire time. Uh, Ed Sheeran. Yeah, <laughs> for, for Brick Ed Sheeran. Uh, hey, uh, that's that's your shout-out. Hey, Scoops, uh, do us a favor. Give us give us a little bit of love on that, Matt. Matt. So, um, I, I, I agree. I agree. I don't think the Beatles' music would go nearly as far today as it did back then, and, and namely because... Uh, I think honestly, the time, the, like when the Beatles were coming up, uh, rock and roll, blues, and that kind of thing was black people music, and they were doing it with this clean cut British exterior that, for some reason, a lot of people at the time thought they were American. So, <laughs> so uh, uh, you know, them coming out, four white guys singing black people music, singing uh, black people covers they did covers of black music the same way that elvis did yeah so uh nowadays like now it's it's they wouldn't even have registered on today's climate and i I agree wholeheartedly also uh yeah the idea of you know um them him charting right away I kind of had a contention with that about must with with mustard about that. I was like, uh, you know, it, it's Spotify and streaming and all that. It's it's kind of today's way of being discovered. Like, it, like we we have people that we've never fucking heard of that have uh, ten million or a million hits on uh, uh on on Spotify and SoundCloud. I mean, you got like you got like Hobson, you got uh, you know, all these other all these artists that are still very underground. I mean, like. Uh, that that's that's a hard metric to gauge, especially the way I'm looking at it. Uh, you know, now the viral thing is you gotta have a music video and you gotta have a well directed music video, and uh, that I I think that's what my and I think that would have been a more realistic touch. You know what I mean to the to the movie. You know, yeah. it had been like, oh, okay, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna film a music video, we're gonna put the Beatles song on it, we're gonna do like Day Tripper would have been like a cool music video to to witness. Um, but yeah, no, like, like, I, I think the entire thing romanticizes the music industry and over romanticizes how good the Beatles were. And, uh, you know, I don't like the Beatles per se, but I will never, ever deny what they did for rock and roll and music in general. 
DJ, where do you stand on all this? Uh, I haven't seen the movie yet, so I have no real opinion. Well, we're not talking about the movie. We're talking about the concept of them making I mean, like, it, him making it big off their music in today's climate. Honestly, it would have worked if it if it was like transported back to the sixties because the music, real music, was literally the timing was like it was literally like the stars aligned. The timing was perfect. It was right. And compared to nowadays, no, I have no doubt it probably would have been successful, but not nowhere near as successful as it was back then. Uh, so, yep, I agree. Yeah, so like what they probably should have done is like maybe pull like a Stranger Things and like do it like in that time. Like maybe this guy goes back, you know, in time or somehow goes back in time. Like he's in the 60s, but you know, the Beatles don't exist. And, and that way, the success aspect would be a lot more realistic. Okay. Like, yeah, I can get behind that. Uh, yeah. I, I guess. The whole thing, man, is just uh, there's no there's no actual work. There was there was no actual work to be done in that movie. Like he did, like people. Okay, in real life, people, ladies and gentlemen, folks, a working musician that has toured the country once around that is not your big break. That is not when you know you've made it. There's nothing, nowhere near that. I have known people in my hometown that have toured the country mo- multiple times and these they have not blown up or done anything like there is a lot of work and a lot of grinding that needs to be done as a musician both <clears throat> both promotionally and through your label and it, it, it you don't not a lot of people make it big overnight is what i'm trying to fucking say here you know what i mean there's a lot of work that has to be done and, yeah, it's incredibly rare to make it that, over it's possible but it's like She's yeah. like a one in a million chance, literally. You know, if you promote yourself <laughs> enough, honestly, inevitably you're going to get a following, and that's just how it works. But it is possible. Yeah, and um, I just feel like the movie yesterday really romanticizes the idea of exploding overnight, and with even with music that is not irrelevant now, but it's not applicable at this time in life. It's, it's and, timeless. Yeah, it's it's essentially timeless, but it's just if it were to sprout up now on new legs, it would not go anywhere. No. So um, let's move on from that because we could talk about this all fucking day. Now, there's, this yeah. is a subject I wanted to get to, and is parody dead? Are spoof movies dead? Uh, I say yes, and uh, I blame the Wayans. I blame the Wayans. I, I blame them for making scary movie. And uh, sinking the bar that was previously held up at a very high standard by Mel Brooks, and I, I blame them. I, I think that they're they're the ones that helped kill parody. Or if they, did, if they didn't help kill it, they definitely struck the first blow in dropping the bar to uh, gross out humor, uh, bad puns. You know what I mean? Like uh, over overplaying a stereotype. Like I, I think that they started the death of parody and i think parody is dead and i think uh, even if mel brooks were to make a movie and release it right fucking now i mean like within the next 10 minutes i don't think it would go as far as it would have uh pre-weigh-ins what what, what, what what do you guys what do you guys think you take, away, take this away muster i did the second time on other time so i think uh I think the issue with parody here is that you either have too much or not enough. Like it's it's very hard to 
to nail that little threshold of like trying too hard and uh and uh kind of didn't do enough for me you know and max brooks or mel, mel brooks isn't it no not mel brooks it's Wait. mel brooks mel brooks yeah he his music his his books his movies in move, the move off it come to now <laughs> come to the... no uh listen Oop. his his movies in the seventies and eighties weren't really received all that well back then because they were considered very raunchy it wasn't until like the, the late eighties and the early nineties where his music's really sp- has gee I did it again his movies really took off I mean uh... okay. I mean, like, I, I think his introduction to a newer generation with, like, uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights uh, yeah. was... The producers. The producers, yeah. You know, like, I think that was a newer generation. But even they did, uh, they did really, really well. The producers have been remade, what, three times since then? Uh, with, you know, cats that are just not nearly as funny. Um, now, here's why parody tends to fail. And, 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 I'll, and, I'll, and I'll tell you something that Weird Al had said, because he, he's the king of parody. He... He was gonna actually opt out f- for doing just singles, and uh, from now on, not not really putting out any more albums, because he says the amount of time it takes and the effort to make something relevant—that's at that point in time where you get the inspiration to create something. By the time you release that finished product, it's already going to be at about a year and a half later, and those 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 subjects are going to be old. And uh, he said that. It does have an effect on your reception of your audience, and I feel like parody movies kind of did that same thing because it takes a very long time to make movies. And if I remember correctly, dude, Scary Movie Five had like jokes from years before that movie, and, and it, it seemed like they were just trying too hard, in my opinion. What do you think? Well, I I, I think the whole Scary Movie franchise, uh, one was hilarious, two was okay. Like I'm not gonna say it was good. I'm not. Uh, it had some funny scenes in it, but uh, they where they where they played it funny in the first one with like the stereotypes and stuff like that. They just turned it all the way up to ten in the second one, and I I think it missed more than it hit for me. You know what I mean? And, and I I don't but yeah I mean like a, a timeline is relative to how successful the project is, which is why they have. Uh, you got things like not another disaster movie, superhero movie, uh, not another teen movie, where they just take these collections of movies from the last like you know five, six, seven years, and just make fun of all of them. But again, it's just it's 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 for me the jokes miss way way more than they hit. Like the whole uh, I th- what was it? Not another not another romance movie with uh, uh, Allison Hannigan. And the opening scene was with uh fucking it was a it was a uh Napoleon Dynamite. There you go, thank you, fuck. It was a Napoleon Dynamite spoof and for some reason in the middle of the wedding, like he's just like, Oh, I never would marry you. Gosh, gosh and he just, just says gosh like fifteen times in a row, then starts dancing. It's like that's not funny. You're just literally just playing off of a catchphrase, like it's it's where's where's the humor in that? And yeah, I, I get people laughed and whatever, but I was sitting here going, "This isn't funny. This is fucking annoying." Meanwhile, you got jokes like, uh, you, you, like we'll, "We'll just take we'll just take uh, um, uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights." Uh, you know, <laughs> hi, I'm a Jew, a Jew here 
no, not a Jew, a chew. Like, that's fucking funny, and that's still funny, like, today. Like, 20 years later, you know? Yeah, I understand. Oh, yeah, I can understand. DJ, what do you stand on all of this? You, you've been kind of... You've been kind of sitting back watching us cat fight. <laughs> well, like I said, I mean, the thing about you know the whole you know modern parody movie that honestly is like, because you know you're right, like you know movie you know, parody movies were definitely different uh, back then compared to now, but you know it's literally one of those uh, new generations and people uh, audiences uh, taste change. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just evolved. Whether bad or good, it just things are changed. And and when the Wayne and the Wayne brothers did the first two scary movies, people gravitated toward towards it. You know, they left after that whole thing, and then every, you know, and everyone wanted to you know do like a store uh, stuff like them, and because people were watching, you know, people liked this kind of stuff. You know, it was selling. I mean, in the end, it's an it's an absolute business. They wouldn't make all these other parody movies. If it wasn't successful they weren't making money off of it they would have just cut it you know, cut it off but you know the market makes no judgments you know people have spoken you know they you know people like this kind of thing and uh until but, someone like literally reinvents the wheel when it comes to parody movies well this is it but do, do you think i do you think i have a leg to stand on saying that parody is dead it's dead dead no i don't think it's dead but it's definitely on, on hiatus. It's like, because like I said, I mean, as long as there's as long as there's comedy, there's parody. There, you know, that 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 they're hand in hand. It, it's not going anywhere. Well, I mean, I mean, granted, we still have music. That's a lot of parody. I mean, like, look at Starbomb. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Ego Raptor and Danny Sexbang. Like they they made exactly. they made awesome fucking parody albums, and uh, you know, I I think it's pretty sad state we live in every that every album they've had to make they've had to come out at the very beginning and literally say this falls under the parody law like this mm -hmm. is parody like we have to you know hammer that home that you can't sue us this is parody law and you know uh muster made a good point bringing up uh uh weird al yankovic um uh, the idea he also goes out of his way to secure rights to songs and secure, uh, you know, the the permission of the artist to do it. But you know, when it comes to movies, it's a little bit it's a little bit more of a of a it's a little bit looser in what you can and can't do. Uh, so I don't know. I'm like, ah, man, it's just when it, when it comes to like Mel Brooks, I do hold him as the king of parody. Like he's the god of parody, and the, and the whole reason is is because his jokes. Like okay, for instance, right now, if all of us were to sit down and watch Young Frankenstein, that movie is dated as fuck. That movie is forty years old. We would still laugh our balls off. If yeah, I, but that's because we like those movies, though. Like, well, no, no, no like I said, objectively, objectively, they're funny. Like personal but, taste aside. Yeah, but comedy in general is not very objective, dude. If you don't find something funny, you don't find it funny. Like. It just well, goes person to person. Granted, granted. I mean, yeah, you get the point there. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, okay, like, 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 like I said, if we put on Young Frankenstein right now, we would all laugh. If I put on Scary Movie Four, I, I, I think we would be on our phones. You know what I mean? I don't think we'd be paying very much attention to both what's going on or even give a flying fuck. Well, I would laugh at some scenes. 
Yeah, Scary Movie 4, I would laugh at the part with the shovel. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's the that, dead man shovel right there. That is so fucking <laughs> hilarious, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I'll watch that whole that. goddamn movie just for that part. Yeah, yeah, you know that. Uh, I don't know. Like, was it Scary Movie 4 where Ja Rule shot the uh, portrait of Mother Teresa? I think so. You know, it's like, everybody down. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why was that necessary? There's like a door right there. But like I said, uh, you, you you guys remember drops in it. You know what I mean? You guys remember one, two scenes, maybe three or four at the most. But Frank, the young Frankenstein, come on. Destiny, uh, I'll say it, I'll say it. Destiny, destiny, no escaping fate for me. Remember, like, like, <laughs> you know. Okay, okay, I give, I give. I'll say it. <laughs> destiny, <laughs> destiny, no escaping fate for me. <laughs> yeah. That's just funny, dude. You know, like, he stabs himself in the fucking leg. You know what I mean? It's Frankenstein. I care about life, Stab. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, like, the whole fucking movie is quotable almost the entire movie. You know, like, watch. Watch. Ready, must- ready, ready DJ? I'm going to make Mustard laugh with one word. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> <laughs> you see what I mean? Like that's that's what I'm talking about. That's fucking funny. Versus we have to describe an entire scene in in scary movie. Like I'm not gonna lie, the, the scene uh, where they were like, "Yeah, we went fishing over the weekends," and it was a uh, it was a. Uh, oh if I'm, god! If I'm yeah. being honest with you, I really do think that you're, that you're just being a little bit dramatic. Because like scary movies does have some one one liners. Like, it does. I'm not. I'm not denying how you, that. How do you wake up dead? How do you turn up missing? You know what I mean? <laughs> Shit like that. <laughs> That's funny, dude. Like you know, I I feel like you just you're being a little harsh, my you know, my, my guy. No, I, I am Michael, being harsh. It goes to Michael Jackson to actually able to poke fun of that whole controversy thing. You know what it's I mean? Like, like <laughs> how could I do it? She's a girl. You sick mother. <laughs> I, like like I said, there's 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 parts of it, but like I can't say a single word from that from that movie that would make mustard laugh or make DJ laugh. You know what I mean? Like I had to describe a scene, like the fucking fishing scene, the the Brokeback Mountain parody. You know, like yeah, caught some fish. Just trying to get some nuts. Black cod. <laughs> like yeah, there are some funny parts to it. Well, well there is one line that actually had said me. Nope, Why nope. would you do that? I just met the guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, so like, and, and once again, it has to be said within context. However, I, I can just shut literally... up. You're being so nitpicky right now. I, I, I guess I am, and I guess I am. So I, I just, I have feelings. About it. You know what I mean? I have feelings about it. So we're gonna yeah. skip. Uh, we're gonna skip the trailers. Uh, on there, there are some trailers coming out, but we are running a little long, so we're gonna skip the trailers. Uh, we're going to dead this subject and we're going to go back to an, a cool subject that, uh, DJ brought up music videos then and now, but before we get to that, let's talk a little bit about little Nas X, uh, known for old town road coming out as gay at the end of pride month, June 30th. And uh, what what do you guys where do you guys what do you guys think about it? Honestly, like I say that a lot on the show, but what do you guys think about this? Honestly, because I have thoughts. So okay, if I'm being completely one hundred percent real with you, Chief, yeah, 
I could not give give like less of a fuck. Honestly, I, I really don't care. It it doesn't bother me. His music is still gonna be the same. Everything is gonna be the same. Like that's what everybody wanted, right? That's what everybody wants. It's just like that's cool. Thumbs up. Congratulations. That's that's my take on it. All right. Okay. DJ. Pretty much the same thing. It's like, hey, you know, awesome, cool. So what's your next album? <laughs> um yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean Exactly. Yeah, like it's yeah. not I'm I don't have many thoughts about this. Yeah, it's like, okay, you're good. He gay. does look so, like uh, he's on Getty Murphy though. Yeah, he really does. You know, I think that's awesome. Um Yeah. No, I'm pretty much in the same boat. I'm pretty I'm like, good for you, dude. Good for you. The only reason I have thoughts about this is because a little while ago and I and I was talking I don't, I don't forget I forget was one of which one of you it was. I only have like three friends. Uh so <laughs> I was talking to one of you about the idea that uh, uh, they did an interview with Redman from Wu-Tang Clan, and uh, it was an Ask Me Anything thing, and somebody sent in, hey, I'm a gay rapper. Uh, Do you think that there's room in the industry for rappers that are gay to have something? And uh, I don't know if it was, I don't know if he's just, I don't know if it was a product of the times, because it was a long time ago. Uh, But he he just answered and said, uh, no, there is no room for, for gay people in rap and there's no way there's ever going to be room for gay people in rap and of course he used more derogatory terms but uh i i think uh i think the climate has changed i think everything else has changed and i think that uh i, I want to say way to go to little Nas X for coming out i think we're backing you hey the vt network backs, backs you on this homie like we got you um and I think uh, everybody else who has an issue with it, it can go fuck themselves. I think I'm alone now. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> okay. All right. So, okay, let's get to music videos then and now. What, what guys do you what what music videos do you want to hold up to uh, a then and now standard? Because I, I I I I think I kind of got one that would be a then and now. What 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 do you guys want to do? Hmm. Um. Well, the thing is, is that I mean, yeah, not all tough. music videos these days. <laughs> not at least how I found. Like, not all music videos these days are like uh, are like this, but. You know, I remember, especially like with Michael Jackson and like uh, Paul you know, Top and all that. Yeah, you know, it's like back then, it's like music videos were a really incredibly big deal. I mean, so much so there's like the music uh, MTV was invented because of them. Yeah, and music videos are kind of like mini movies. You know, it wasn't just a song. It's like, hey, we just did a uh, we did a song, we did a, like a little video around it. No, it's like this song has a story to tell. And we're going to make sure to tell it right. You know, as compared to now, where you have, like, I guess you could say, like, 85% of music videos these days, like, oh, here's, you know, here's the song, here's a little video that goes with it, bada bing, boom, I'm done. Yeah. You, you know, I mean... Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a limb here and say music videos in the past maybe 30 years, the majority of music videos have been just, like, people playing music in different places. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like they're 
there really hasn't been a lot of creativity. And I'm not saying this, you know, for, like I said, the majority. Because you do have bands, like, I don't know if you've ever seen it. Probably probably not, not being a hipster asshole. There's a song called Fo- uh, Night Channels by Foxing. Yeah, who's bringing it up? And that, that music video has... It's, oh, a, it's, yeah. a, it's a mini film, really. It really is. It, it is. It is a mini film. It, it does. Yeah, God, it's so good too. Like it really is so so good. Uh, not just the song, but the music video itself is actually really good too. Um, then, uh, well, I was gonna play it, but I forgot that it's twelve minutes long. Yeah, We're not gonna hang out for that. But yeah. uh, we also have. I don't know. We got. We got. We got. Um, what's a really shitty music video? Something recent. Um, let's see. Because we still have people that put in all. Oh, Malone just came out another with one like two yeah. days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, because like, you you do have videos that do that do still. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll talk about Billy the Fridge. Billy the Fridge put uh not a lot of production into his music video, but I think that's kind of the the the, the joke is that it's so low rent. But at the same time, like he could, he could have, you know, rented a, a stage. He could have uh, for the video Rockstar. You know what I mean? He could have rented a stage, filled a filled a small, you know, hall with people and pretended like he was literally a fucking rock star. But he chose to do like a rented truck, a bunch of his friends. Uh, he did it in the parking lot of Walmart, which would have been like a, an even funnier joke. Like at the end of the video, like we pull we pull the camera back, and the entire concert's just in a you know in a parking lot of Walmart. That would have been funny as fuck. But uh, then you have people like like Michael Jackson. You have like Hel- like uh, we'll say Halsey. I think is her name. Uh, Sorry was a really cool music video. Had a cool concept to it. I mean, it's just her singing with a with a three sixty camera going around it. But there's a little bit of a story behind it, and uh, I think that is cool. But yeah, I, I do think that there many there many films, and oh, look at that one! Look at that one right there. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I've actually had this in my head this whole time. I was like, well, you want to talk about low budget shit, you know? <laughs> See, but, but that was your guys's. Okay, we're talking about the Pilots of Venus, Good Guy Cop official music video. Go check it out. Uh, go check out any of the artists we're talking about. Um, but yeah, uh, was was that your? Because we, I love having somebody who did make make a music video. Did, was that your guys's like intent? Did you guys want this to look kind of yeah, low dude. rent and everything? Like, go ahead. We just wanted to make a video cheapest way we could possibly think of, and um, yeah, we had a friend of ours, and then we. We literally filmed it in like two days for like 250 bucks. He would do all the editing and everything. And um, we had sat down and like wrote all the ideas down for all the videos and like kind of planned it out and uh, like made a made a map of the scenes, met up at like maybe eight in the morning and started shooting, finished at like seven or eight at night. And then next day we made up, we met up a little bit later in the evening film the rest of it and like maybe six hours got done by like midnight and all for 250 bucks dude and like 
it wasn't really our intent to make it look low budget, but it does. It, it just comes out that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, it wasn't on purpose or anything. It just but it works. Tell. It works. It's 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 fucking hilarious. Like your Chris yeah, Farley thing, it kills me. Yeah, dude. The whole the Kawamas we paid for ourselves. The copy to paid for ourselves. The rest of it was just you know creativity and editing. Uh, uh, DJ, what, what, what about you? Like, what, what's a good, what's a good then and then and now type production that you would look at? Uh, hmm. Golly. I mean, then I would honestly like me like uh, uh, Michael Jackson's "Beat It." That's a good one. Yeah. Right. Uh, now. Dang, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head that's like really super simplified. From you know, from an upper professional, right? I mean, you can't like you know compare, you know, small town to like you know to the people who are really at the top. Well, I mean, okay, let's look at let's look at uh, let's look at the king of uh, parody music himself, uh, and we'll compare it to another parody band. Uh, let's look at Weird Al. Any of Weird Al's music videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll go with, uh, we'll go with fat. Why not? We'll go with fat. Uh, how well this is all put together, the fat suit, uh, you got white nerdy down here. Uh, you know, you got eat it, you know, all these things that he put so much effort into and it's, and it's so fucking good. And then, uh, you know, like it does tell a little bit of a mini story and it is hilarious the way he incorporates humor into the, into the, into the. I know the word. The word I'm looking for here that I lost. Uh, production that thing, yeah. Versus another one uh, that we all love, and you guys are gonna see it here in a second. The Lonely Island. Jack Sparrow. I'm on a boat. Yolo. Uh, threw it on the ground. Like these guys are again. They just put so much effort into it, and it comes out so well. And I think. Uh, I, I think that when you see an artist that puts effort into their music videos like Pilots of Venus did, I think that you enjoy it far more than somebody like Cardi B who just does a music video to do a music video. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, there's hey, this video in it. Yeah, it's a song with a video to it of them doing random stuff that they don't seem really interested in, you know? Hmm. Like for instance, we'll, we'll take another. We'll take a look at another, one more recent one, uh, the Nicki Minaj Anaconda one. Like if if it's just fap material to you, that's perfectly Jesus. fine. But you know, there was a lot of there was a lot of production put into it, and there was uh, a lot of inside jokes and you know what I mean, Chore uh, choreography that went into it. So, I mean, I, I kind of I, I appreciate it more than. I do. I would something like I don't know. Fuck it. Fill in any mumble rap piece of shit here. <laughs> no, yeah. What's the hold on? Uh, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's Gucci Gang. Hold on again. I think where it's literally just him standing in front of a building. No, that's not it. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't fucking pay attention to mumble rap. It's terrible to me. 
But there's literally a music video where the guy's just standing in front of a building with a, a smoke grenade going off. And that's it. That's the entire that's the entire thing. He's just wrapping in slow motion to the camera. And that's it. Hey, there's Hobson. Hi, Hobson. Um God, I wish I knew what the fuck it was because honestly, like, oh man. I, I wish I could I wish I could just show you like what it is. Wait, hold on. Pretty sure you could click on any hip hop music video made in the probably probably prove your point. Just just fine. No. What the how the fuck this this one do you think this is I think this is it. I'm not. I'm not gonna fuck. No, no, you don't get to play. Don't play. You don't play on my <laughs> channel, motherfucker. <laughs> no, fuck you. No, dang, dude. You know that's not their car. That's fucking rented. Yeah, look, this is this is the one. That's it. That's the whole music video. You're looking at it. Oh, you lost the you lost the screen. Hold on a sec. I'll, I'll reshare. Hold on. Bear with us, folks. We're terrible. There you got it. Yeah. Yeah, but this is this is the song. Uh... Wow. The footage is just in a loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I realize that now. But that, yeah, I'm like, is it, is this is really the whole video. Damn. But it it is uh that is literally the, the entire the, the entire yeah it's still the entire fucking music video. Like it's just it's goddamn terrible. Like you're not getting any play on my channel, dude. So I'm not even gonna read out who does it. Like that's not their car. You know that's rented. Yeah, but look, that's the music video. That's the effort put in put put in by today's artists. This is it. Just to piss off dead men, ladies and gentlemen, we are listening to Migos Bad and Bougie featuring Lil Uzi Vert official video. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> is that a Slurpee or I don't know. I actually <laughs> I actually played with Migos at Neon Desert. Shit. That's dope. Yeah, look, okay. Oh, wow. We Wait, was that even change. real gold on his hand? I don't think it was. Like look, at, look at this. Like, I'm not I'm not exaggerating in the slightest bit. We're not going to play the fucking music. We're wow, not going to play know, it. We're not yeah, going to even it. a fast food place. <laughs> look at the effort put forward to this. Look, look, look. For 250 yeah. fucking dollars. The goddamn Pilots of Venus music video is infinitely more interesting than this. I mean, we kidnapped a black guy in a sketchy van, dude. What else do you want? You know what I mean? Like, I guarantee you, they went into whoever this diner was, and they were like, hey, we're going to shoot a music video. They're like, okay, who the fuck are you? Oh, I'm Migos. Who the fuck is Migos? <laughs> <clears throat> they probably paid the owner, like, they had to pay the owner. Uh, however much we're gonna smoke a blunt in here too, just letting you know. They had to pay because look, look, look at look at the time of day. It's night and it's empty. They were like, "Yeah, you can shoot in here after we close." Because not even the fucking TV's on. Yeah. 
this is it. This is the entire fucking music video. And this is what I'm talking about. The idea of effort. You know what I mean? I get it. That's probably water. Yeah, it's water. That's that's not fucking real. <laughs> they probably spent like two hundred and fifty grand on this fucking on this fucking video. I, like, and then this is what we get. And this is what we and get. And they probably put like if they probably pocketed, <laughs> uh, they probably pocketed like ninety percent of it. Yeah, and this has eight hundred and fifty three million views. Wow. Okay, egg on our face. We don't know shit about music apparently. No, it's just today's music sucks but it has the backing but this is oh wow look oh now they're standing on the sign in front of the diner that we're just shooting at like come the fuck on dude i'm not playing the song i'm not playing it i know you i know i know people high in the diner we're like dude wait hold on i got an idea yeah can you climb up there dude can you climb up there (laughs) dude totally climb up there all right cool we're gonna shoot the next part hey get the get the pole get the pole out of the back of the car so we can shoot him <laughs> Gentlemen, we need to reevaluate our lives. If this is what successful is, well, I mean, I we, <laughs> we all got to get, get face tattoos and uh, fake gold jewelry. Nah, fake bronze. Yeah. Is that was that motherfucker wearing? Yeah, I mean, look, look, shirt? Look, 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 look at this necklace. There's no way that's no, that's fake. I mean, it could be real. Hell, I don't know anymore. I'm sorry. 800 million. I, I'm depressed. He, that, but that motherfucker's wearing a Marilyn Manson shirt. How fucking dare you? That's a, okay. If I'm being completely honest with you guys, I know like these rappers are very, you know, their style and personalities come through a lot in their music. But a lot of these dudes actually love older music they like all kinds of music they're actually people just like us if you really believe it or not you know what i mean like oh, we're, we're, we're not we're not, not judging kind. we're not judging them as people we're we're judging them as first of all musicians second of all yeah as presenters of their music like representation yeah, the of their brand fucking terrible the production is fucking terrible it, it's pointless it's, it's 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 effortless i get it but like to, to to just to just trash the guy from wearing a Marilyn Manson that's a bit of a reach, brother. You gotta calm yourself down. <laughs> no. Yeah, I kinda Fuck agree. Em. I mean I mean I, I kinda agree. It's like you no. know, I was like, if you like Marilyn Manson, by all means wear it. Fuck it, dude. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> no quarter. No, I know Marilyn Manson would have absolutely no fucking quarrel or qualm with it. I know because Marilyn Manson is that kind of cat. But you know, coming from old school metal lover like me, you know, no, no. You don't get to do that. Fuck you probably never even been in the same fucking state as Marilyn Manson at the same time, you piece of shit. But yeah, that's the entire music video. We just, we just bitched for five minutes about a fucking music video that probably did cost around like 250 grand to make and looks like it was uh, the, the pilots of the pilots of Venus one looks better and it's funny and it <laughs> looks better, feels better, right? <laughs> <laughs> looks better. Feel better. <laughs> it tastes better. You know, fuck this. A new OxyClean. New OxyClean. But anyways, we're running a little long, but we have been running long, so I think this is going to be our new runtime. Um, and that's cool. I'm good with it. Um, so let's uh, let's go ahead and start signing off. Good news, folks. We actually do have merchandise. We do have T-shirts. We have. Uh, banners, everything else, sporting the VT Network logo and name. 
Um, I wish I was smart enough to have pulled that up before I said that. Uh, <laughs> Maybe next time, Deadman. Oh, hold on. I, I, shut up. <laughs> Looks like you prematurely ebatulated this time. <laughs> <laughs> And that's a callback. Thank you, AP. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. So that is going to be teespring.com forward slash shop forward slash VT network, all one word. We got pillows. We got socks. We got hoodies. We got Samson cases, towels, more t-shirts, iPhone cases. There's leggings. Oh, I actually kind of like that. Looks That looks pretty sick, actually. With the VT network, uh, I don't just do wear those. I'd, I'd wear them. I'm going to buy some. Uh, buy some of your own merch. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> I'm, I'm getting paid. That's how terrible we are, folks. We can't even get it for free. <laughs> we have to buy our own. <laughs> oh, Walt Tapestry and uh, stickers. Hey, that merch. I'll fucking take it. I will take it, buddy. I will definitely take that. Yeah, we got merch, folks. So. Uh, teespring.com forward slash shop forward slash VT network. Give us your money. Support us. We're trying to get uh, mustard a better goddamn microphone. So if you can help by buying something, even if it's just a sticker, we're going to be highly, highly appreciative. I think, I think, uh, I think that is, yeah, no, that, that is what we got. And it's a, it's a good little selection, beach towels, t-shirts, those leggings that we're all going to get and wear for the next meetup. Got a fucking pillow for VT Network. Got socks. Like. So, um, that is my little bit of shilling. Colonel Mustard has officially set us up on social media. I know some people have been asking for social media. So now, this is your new sign-off, Colonel Mustard. Tell everybody about the social media. Well, you can check us out on Twitter. Uh, VT Network number two. We haven't really uh, gotten things looped up yet and ready to go, but we are working on it and uh, we're following all the new video game news and we're following music artists on there. So anything that goes down in the Twitter world, we will have y'all updated and we will definitely be sending links out to the podcast so you can see when we stream next and or whenever we upload it. So, um, yeah, give it, check us out on Twitter. <laughs> what else do we have? Uh, we just have a Twitter for now. We uh, oh, and a Reddit, a Reddit. We have a Reddit, but I mean, personal accounts on Reddit really don't do much. So uh, if you guys are surfing the subs in Reddit, we will probably see you around. Yeah. All right. So there's that. And working on a Facebook. Working on a Facebook. <laughs> working on the Facebook. I don't think we're gonna do. Inst- I don't think we're gonna do Instagram uh, since we all live we in could. different states. We could, but I mean, just we could all have access to it. And, like, yeah, okay. Well, I'll tell you what, folks. Uh, let us know. Uh, let us know on Twitter if you guys want us to set up any... If you guys have any uh, suggestions or requests for social media, let us know. Once again, it's VT Network 2. The number 2. Numeric 2. VT Network 2. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, we're also thinking about doing something uh with uh, streaming movies watching movies and all of us signing in at the same time where you guys can join in i will will uh will roast movies kind of like a riff tracks kind of like a mystery science theater 3000 kind of thing we've been thinking about that doing that too uh we just really haven't uh, sat down and worked out the logistics of it but if that is something you guys want 
please, please let us know on Twitter, VT Network 2. If that is something you guys want, we are more than happy and willing to do it. Uh, DJ, do you have anything to pitch, anything to put out there? Please. Contrary to popular belief, dog food does not taste good. <laughs> that's something that's a popular belief. They're cheap. <laughs> You know, I want to upgrade to wet dog food. Dry dog food is just so dry. <laughs> he needs some milk. <laughs> I need nutrients. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Before we, before we sign off, I just want to say one more thing. Go ahead. Destiny and Division are the same game. Oh, fuck <laughs> <you>. <laughs> I was waiting for <laughs> So, fuck. God. I should have seen, like, uh, seen it coming. Ladies and gentlemen, I promise you, one day there's going to be a, pretty much a, a podcast <laughs> dedicated to Destiny versus the Division once and for all because we got to get this out of our systems. I, I get it, it out of my system every time. <laughs> I should have seen it coming. <laughs> I should have seen it coming. <laughs> Fuck you for that. All right. I even gave you the pause to like anticipate it and everything to give me a rebuttal, but you didn't take the opportunity, so I just went to the kill, okay? Yeah, and you got it. All right. Headshot. <laughs> <laughs> Fatality. All right, folks. Well, thank you very much. I'm Dead Man. This is where you guys say your names. Introduce yourselves one last time. So we'll try this again. What the? Uh, 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 you're a How the fuck was I DJ? supposed to know that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I just fucked with you guys. Anyways, I'm just kidding, folks. <laughs> Have a good one. We also want to say thank you to the Magic Squirrel Network. Absolutely. And... Um, We'll see you next time. Say goodnight, DJ. Goodnight, DJ. Caffeine and Kush live streamed every Friday at 10 p.m. on twitch.tv forward slash podcast daddy. We discuss politics, video games, pop culture, and being a young father. You can find me on any major podcast platform.